0: eat by catfish studios it's time for arkansas's number one collar driven sports show it's drive, drive time, time sports on the buzz radio network with your hosts randy rainwater and rick shaper lock it in and get ready to dial us up drive time sports is on the air
1: welcome back to drive time sports rick shaper northwest arkansas and time now for more intros
2: you caught me off guard, Vic. Hang on. Oh, I'm sorry. I <laughs> didn't mean to do that. Uh,
3: Landon and I. I have, I've again. been filling him up. His ears are <laughs> worn out from listening to me in the break. <laughs> well, well, Landon Leach is with us, and then
1: maybe we'll get to the right. Landon Leech. <laughs> Landon, Landon and we, I don't. Where's our intro shooter? Rules. I'm looking for you, go. Shooter.
2: <laughs>
3: well, <laughs> Pat
1: Bradley's with us, and <laughs> Pat
3: hey, is
1: uh, Pat. I hope you're having a wonderful day, Pat. Oh, here we are. All right, here we go, Pat.
2: Here we go. We don't have a drum roll or anything, Pat. I'm sorry. It's now time to
0: talk to Pat Bradley, presented by Witt Davis Lumber Plus, with four locations in Central Arkansas. Pat is also brought to you by Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union, with a new branch in Sheridan. Alcoa is now serving Saline, Grant, Garland, the Hot Spring, and Perry Counties.
2: And we left out uh, uh, Jiffy Jiffy Lou because this is well-oiled machine here, Pat. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's right. Hey, the
4: more, the merrier.
1: The more, like the merrier. We well, all it?
4: want to be part of, all sponsors want to be a part of what you guys are doing.
1: Oh, you're
2: looking you're well, you look know, good on SEC Network, Pat. I mean, you got that smile yeah. down. Like, like oh, that. yeah. How many, how many hankies you got?
4: Yeah. Well, I've got to put together quite the collection. I'd say probably upwards of
1: 100. Ooh, wow. Oh. So you never wear the same one twice during a season then, huh?
4: Well, you know, it, it uh, I'm a simple guy still. I just, you know, people will buy them for me, and I'll just
1: so
2: you got go
4: three, four old faithful.
1: You just yeah, so, yeah, so dapper, so dapper. That you wear. Okay, well, you said we're, we got a uh, full house. What well, we do, and Tommy and Little Rock has been holding all the way through the break. Uh, so, Landon Leach is with us tonight, also, so it's to talk football, Pat Bradley, basketball, or everything else you want. Now, here's Tommy and Little Rock. Tommy, thanks for joining us, and thanks for holding.
5: Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Great, great show. Uh, You know, I've heard one of your previous callers uh, talking about the Dodgers and the cost of tickets and so on, and I thought I might share a quick story. I I thought your your listeners might appreciate this. When I was a high school kid growing up in Los Angeles in the 60s, well, my buddies and I occasionally would cut school and go down to Dodger Stadium and watch the ball game. Yeah. And uh, I thought they might find it interesting that back then, uh, the price of a ticket to get at Dodger Stadium and the bleachers was a half. Was how much? Three fifty. you could sit a dollar and a half. And if wow, you had $3.50 that... you could sit you could sit behind the dugout on the third base side and sit 15 feet away from the Dodgers.
1: How about that? So
5: uh, that kind of, so I I don't I haven't been to a Dodger game in you know 50 years or so but uh, that just goes to show <laughs> show you how much inflation you've had since the 60s? I once, I once uh, cut school and went down there to the Shabbos Ravine to watch Sandy Koufax pitch and I got there in the Darn Stadium was sold out. <laughs> we sat there out in the parking lot and listened to Sandy Koufax pitching no hitter against the Cubs.
1: Oh, I think wow. that was in
5: 64 or 65. But anyway, that's all I got, guys. I know you got Pat Bradley on the line, so I'll get off here and let you guys talk some basketball. But I, I thought that maybe your listeners might uh, get a kick out of
1: that. Great, Tommy. Thank you. Thank you very much. Wow, sorry you didn't get to see Koufax pitch, and he must have been listening to Vin Scully if he was outside of the ballpark. OK, we have a um, our Hot Springs Gangster Museum and Hattery. Uh, live fan feedback from uh, Jim about baseball said, uh, here's the lady uh, talking about how much money it is, says, MLB has a $20-plus plus billion dollar TV contract. Now, let me say this. That is over a, a period of time. Major League Baseball is about an eight billion dollar industry. The NFL is more than that. The NBA is more than that. So if it's twenty plus billion, it's not per year. And uh, but he does say the the three billion um, that they're three well whatever three billion will pay everybody from the front office, players, and the parking attendants on every team. So, I don't know about that cuz they don't pay those people enough. I can tell you that. They don't pay they don't pay their public relations people enough cuz I've talked to some of them that work in Major League Baseball. They love what they're doing and they're paid okay, but not like anywhere close to the players. Okay, so Pat, I'm sure you watched Arkansas's performance against Oklahoma Saturday and as uh, and you probably watched a lot of other games. Yeah. You, what what do you think of the Razorbacks right now?
4: Well, I think, you know, you can see that there is, um, it is, it, it, I don't know. It's almost like a disconnect. I mean, on offense and defense, it's. You can see there's a lack of uh, communication, uh, from a defensive standpoint, uh, but offensively, they're just. You know, I think the mentality is there's too much dribbling. Uh, they're not sharing the basketball the way they need to, and it results in. It seems to be each possession difficult shot. And I know uh, Coach Musk had mentioned finishing at the rim and that's part of it. But you do have guys who are skilled enough where they can get by their guy. Um, I just think that not being on the same page and you you score 70 points but you give up 79. So the biggest thing I think we've talked about this year has been from the defensive end that you know, they kind of fell into this habit of trying to outscore people. And Oklahoma's a really good defensive team. So, yes. you know, that was initially going into it. I, I figured that's where Um, didn't realize they'd be able to put up 79 against us because defense, although they're a really well-balanced team. But um, I would just say it's an incredible disconnect right now.
1: Arkansas had three shot clock violations in that game and several others that, where they took a shot with a second or two on the clock. Is that kind of what you're talking about, about not being not meshing? Well,
4: and I think they're caught in that situation where, you know, they're not sure, when do I pass? I mean, do I shoot this? Do I tack this? Um, and so there's a little bit of indecision. And then uh, because I, I, I do think you, know, you get a collection of guys what, what, there's two 18-point scorers from last year. L.L. has put up big numbers, and it seems to win a lot. Ramon Marcus has, has put up big numbers. Um, Jeremiah Davenport. So you, you have guys that score well. They're, they're, they're proven scorers in college basketball. So it, it's, it's at first, what, it, beginning of the season, when I saw them play, I don't know if it was the Purdue game. I forget what game it was. But, man, they were on the same page, just complimenting each other. And uh, they they understood when to swing it and when to take a shot and when to attack the basket. And it seems like, you know, all that's sort of gone to the wayside. Um, But, I mean, they're talented guys. I mean, we we know the kind of talent that they have. It's almost like, you know, they they got away from um, understanding what – what their strengths were in terms of being a, a well-oiled machine. Now, defensively, though, they've got to, they've got to be much better. I mean, they, they, they just have to be.
3: Pat, let me ask you this. Uh, you've obviously watched a lot more basketball than I have, but something that I've noticed offensively, uh, you know, a lot of teams have a lot easier time getting in the paint than we do all, coming off of ball screens. I feel like this team is really, really poor in setting screens. Have you noticed that? On the ball, setting uh, offensively, setting yeah. screens. Uh-huh.
4: Setting screens, and that comes from also, you know, you have guys that for the last few years and maybe for the entire basketball career have been the ones with the basketball in their hands. Mm-hmm. And they never had to set screens, they never had to learn how to set a screen or come off a screen. You know, that's one of the other things, too, is if, you're, if you've in your basketball career have understood how to come off a screen whether you curl, fade. Uh, you also understand how to set a screen. And, you know, in the other part of it, too, you know, talking about screens, I mean, they, their defense on ball screens <laughs> is, has been really bad, too. Just understanding, you know, do, are we going under, are we going over? And I think that's part of the, you know, tough thing when you're dealing with new players, even though they're, you know, might be a junior or a senior, but their transfer... You know, as a coach, you know, you're trying to get them to understand how you want to play. You know, you might have come from a coach where you know they they went under every ball screen. Now, mm-hmm. coach must wants you to fight through it, or he wants you to go over the ball screen, or he wants you to switch, or he wants a you know big guy to hedge, and then you recover. So, um,
3: it, and I was so going to ask you that. Of, I mean,
4: there's a lot of changes. <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of Going on, let me tell you, it's not just one thing, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, but we saw we've seen them at their best, and and when they are there, they're a dangerous team.
1: Like Duke, yeah. you know, you, yep. you mentioned they'd lost a little bit of it, but they against Duke, they played like they did against Purdue. They played like they were playing right. a national championship game. Yeah, right. And,
4: and, and I think, and, and you saw the intensity defensively against Duke. I mean, it was just, um you know, it was imminent from the beginning.
3: So I've noticed, and, and I've heard a lot about this uh, no-middle defense that Muss has gone to this year, uh, where they're trying to force everything to the corners and the sidelines, the baselines, and use that as an extra defender. But it, it seems like everybody's still getting in the middle of us, and, uh, you know, we're playing that drop coverage with our with our big men versus, you know, like you said, hedging the screen. Uh, and it just it seems like our, our big men once you know we go over the top can't stay in front of them so do you look for him to possibly change up the defense a little bit going forward
4: well i think he's probably just going to keep tinkering with the lineup um you know and i know that's something that fortunately you know he said it and we've known he's done it the last you know what three years since, since he's been here um but you know it's it's I guess the way I approach it is, it doesn't matter how you know what what style you play or you know what the principles are, mm-hmm. um, but you've got to have everybody you know, all five guys buying into that mm-hmm. and on the same page. Like I said, it just you know I see moments where guys are they don't know when there is a screen they don't know who's got them are we switching oh, if we're not switching you got to fight through if you're not fighting through you got to help. Mm-hmm. So to me, it's more of a communication thing. Whatever you do, everybody's going to be on the same page doing it. Um, I mean, clearly they've got the ability to do it. It just seems like they're not on the same page. now. whether that's, you know, Joe Klein always saying either you can't do it or you won't do it. Either way, we get a problem. And I always yeah. remember when he, <laughs> he would say that. And, uh, you know, I think Coach Moss is at a position now where he looks at the team and, and, and who he's playing and goes, listen, if you can't do it, you won't do it. Either way, you're not going to play for them. So Pat, figure it out.
2: Pat, all these guys must got off the portal. They're, they're all, all solid players or they wouldn't be there. And it, it takes a while to get these guys to gel. They're far enough along now. They, they should be gelling and, and playing well together.
4: They should be. And, and, you know, we talked about the portal and everything and what the, the challenges are Is when you do get a guy who's maybe entering his senior year or his last year in college now. Doesn't have to be a senior. You can be a super senior. What, what are they trying to achieve? And for some guys, you know, they, they're you know maybe their final years. They want to show what they can do. They want to you know, but also has to be done within the framework of the team. And I think that's that is one challenge. And it's always been a challenge when you get freshmen who are trying to prove themselves individually too. So it's not just the older transfers. Uh, however, the sense of urgency for those guys is definitely a lot more than a fresh, most freshmen anyway. Um, so, yeah, Ray, I mean, it, and, and the other thing, too, is, you know, you, you have game tape on these guys, and you don't have the recruiting process is only probably a couple of weeks, if that, and so it's, it's difficult. But there are coaches who are able to deal with it, and, and there are some who aren't. And Coach Musk has shown that, you know, I know he got tossed out. He didn't look very patient on uh, Saturday, but <laughs> no. he, accept- he, I mean, he accepts that challenge. Like there are a lot of coaches who aren't in coaching today because they don't want to have to deal with all the transfers and, you know, you get a guy in and, and what is he going to do? They, you know, they prefer the old school way, getting recruiting the freshmen and bringing them along. As a matter of fact, Tom Izzo, they they lost. Um, Again, last night to Nebraska, and he's got a five-star freshman on the team who really hasn't played. And but he's a coach that, you know, is sort of like, "Let me bring you along. Be patient. You know, by next year you'll be, you know, a lottery pick." Oh, next
1: um, year he won't be there. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
4: well, that's the problem. Not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is
1: that's...
4: you know, you. I mean, how many guys have we seen? um go through college where year one they were you know they were okay, didn't play much, but by their junior year senior year they were all Americans and ended up yeah. being the first round you know have a ten year NBA career but you know I was making the point on Saturday you know they were, they we're talking about the transfers and you know it's 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 not a coincidence that you know, we were talking about there was a, four, uh, a, a guy that plays uh, in the SEC. He's on his fourth school. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's finally playing. You know, he's looking good. And, you know, everyone say, well, that's the, that's the positive side of the transfer portal. You know, I mean, you finally find the place for you, and you're playing pretty well. You know, and it's your fourth, <laughs> it's your fourth year in your fourth school. The argument could be if you stayed at the same school by your fourth year, you'd be just as good. It's just about being an older, better, more mature player. And, um, you know, that's the other side of it, too, with the, you know, the transfers. Yeah, you and unfortunately a
3: lot of it's the money now, too. That's why you're oh, not yeah. seeing guys, you know, hang it out for another year. You know, they're, they've they got these other guys and well, they are staying. it's going to be... We'll pay you well, this next prediction. year. Come on.
4: <laughs> there's going to be a lot of unhappy uh, players, parents, agents, AU coaches, whoever it is, because the money is—it's is, not what—it's not always, I think, uh, on the up and up. Right. I think there's a lot of kids that are being promised a lot of things and a lot of parents or whoever that it doesn't—it doesn't, it doesn't kind of. Follow through,
2: look what, what, what kind of money is there in college basketball compared to football?
4: Well, it's actually on average, it's more because you have less players, fewer players, um, few players, and you know, unfortunately, with football, you have, you know, I mean, it's, I mean, the quarterback, obviously, but you know, I think again, I mean, <laughs> to me. And I know this might be uh, an unpopular uh, uh, position, but, you know, I think the quarterback is only as good as the 10 guys around him.
1: That's like, right. Absolutely. I mean, Absolutely.
4: I don't know why you would give so much money to one guy when he may not even be that good. Like, it's just it's just almost like a... Uh, I don't know. It just
3: doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, it's <laughs> the same way. It's going the same way the NFL does. Uh, I yeah. mean, you look at Kansas City right now, and don't get me wrong, Patrick Mahomes, probably the best in the league. But now he's taken that huge contract, and now he doesn't have the receivers that he, he had needs before.
1: Receivers, that's uh, exactly and, right. But
3: they can't because no. now they've got. They're worried about their uh, the money, and they can't yeah. pay these you know top receivers and so you're seeing them struggle a little more offensively than they have previously and uh, i don't understand it either pat uh, because i mean you saw what happened with the offensive line this year and and uh you know off it to me the most money should be going to these offense and defense linemen because there's just not a ton (laughs) of them out
1: there
2: and they're the ones that have
3: the hardest jobs in my opinion
2: i mean i mean good left tackles
1: Yeah, that's exactly right. So Pat, I got to ask you: when you said Muss wasn't too happy and he was angry on Saturday, do you think the two Texans getting thrown out of the game was more his thoughts about the officials or his thoughts about his team? <laughs>
4: well, I'll add another one in, Rick. I think his thoughts about Oklahoma,
2: mm-hmm.
4: and mm-hmm. I'm I'm here for it. I love it. I am always somebody who, you know, I. Said this for years about how regional rivalries are the best, and I think I think Oklahoma is a is is already, but obviously when they come in the SEC, it's going to be, um, you know, more times we'll play them. But it's always been intense. I don't know how many times we have played at, uh, Oklahoma in basketball. I remember when we played them, it was, I mean, it was hatred. You know, of course, it was, you know. Maybe had a little bit to do with Coach Richardson going back to Oklahoma and playing, but um I think it was it was it was a whole bunch of things. Certainly, yes, frustrated with his team. But I thought I don't know it never really got the word. Was was there some Oklahoma players that were
3: uh
1: they got yeah, yeah, the yeah word, they got three tacks.
3: The word was a couple of players were chirping going into at our uh sideline going into that timeout and that's when he Came unglued, and, and players
2: yeah. players know you can't do that.
4: No, but let me tell you, if I can remember going into halftime in 90, 98 or was it uh, whatever it was, and we were down by ten. It was. I mean, if it was, could have been a brawl. Could have been a brawl <laughs> at halftime. I mean, they were, they were chirping because <laughs> I think Oklahoma basketball. Um, You know, at least at that time, you know they probably felt like second fiddle to the Razorbacks, (laughs) Um, because the proximity, of course, the success that we've had in basketball in the '90s, and you know maybe they felt a little overlooked. But that was like a, I mean, that was a big deal to them, and I'm sure Oklahoma players feel the same way with the recent success of the Hogs. You know, they're trying to uh, make a statement.
1: Very definitely. Well, we'll see what happens. Um, all I know is that Arkansas has now got a week to practice. We know that he'll use that. And uh, the next game is against Lipscomb, which maybe not that tough. But then you you look at the rest, even the rest of the non-conference schedule. I don't know how good Abilene Christian is, but UNC and Wilmington beat Kentucky, didn't they? They did. Yeah, they did. Okay. All right, well, we'll talk they more did. about that. And Pat will tell you about these great sponsors that bring him on the air with us when we return on Drive Time Sports.
6: You know I wish that I had cookies too.
5: I wish that I had cookies too. No better vibe.
1: Your box, Corky's Barbecue. Oh, hey,
6: what a great show! So many, was really so many good. activities to talk about, right? Tons of activities, but that's all gone now. Yeah. What about tomorrow? tomorrow we already hit the road. We're going to be at Luxury Pulling Spa Are in Holloway. Are you getting a three-seater? they do the show from inside the spa? No, I'm not dressing. Tomorrow, we'll also have Rick Schaefer, Caleb Battle, and Pat Bradley. No, Pat Bradley's today. The rest of my life going to start today. Did you know the Statue of Liberty is the largest holiday gift ever given? That's a big deal. Just like those at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Hey, did you know when the year ends, so do the deals? It's your journey. Own every mile at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Get 0% APR for 60 months, plus zero payments for 90 days, or get up to 2500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now for a limited time, only during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end January 2nd. Call 469-613-0227 for details. Fellas, there's a lot of people talking about testosterone, but you need to do your homework and go to a provider that you can trust. I recommend Low T Center. It's where I get my levels checked. It's concierge medicine for all of us men. They specialize in men's wellness and customized testosterone treatments it's quick it's easy you walk in take a simple blood test and get your results in about 25 minutes balls in your court if you've been feeling tired grumpy maybe you've noticed weight gain and loss of muscle mass these could all be signs of low testosterone levels low t-center will get you back to living your best life they have affordable and convenient treatment options including physician monitored self-inject treatments that ship directly to your home each month low t-center quick easy simple convenient and most importantly Life changing. Now's the time. Right now at Low T Center, it's only $25 to get your T levels tested with results back in 25 minutes. Go to lowtcenter.com to book your appointment online today. That's lowtcenter.com. Center reinventing men's healthcare. Mo dig, haul, lift. The versatile Kubota BX Series subcompact tractor does it all. Switching attachments is simple, and a smooth hydrostatic transmission makes for easy operation. The Kubota BX Series, rated number one in durability and owner experience. Talk to your local Kubota dealer today to schedule a demo. Go to KubotaUSA.com for full description disclaimer river valley tractor closer than you
1: think
7: imagine it's the final game of the season but your symptoms of irritable bowel syndrome with constipation or ibsc are making a comeback what should you do keep managing your constipation with belly pain the same old way or try getting ahead of your symptoms by talking to your doctor about Linzess Linacletide Linzess is a prescription medicine that treats IVSC in adults it's not a laxative it's a once daily pill that helps you get ahead of your symptoms it's proven to help you have more frequent and complete bowel movements and helps relieve overall abdominal symptoms belly pain discomfort and bloating these symptoms were studied in combination not individually
2: do not give Linzess to children less than two it may harm them do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools, the most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects
7: include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. Imagine, what could relief from IBSC mean for you? Talk to your doctor and say yes to Linzess. Learn more at Linzessin.com or call 1-800-LINZESS.
0: Welcome back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish Studios, where it's much like any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations, minus the always fresh, delicious food options like the family packed catfish dinners. You've got Drive Time Sports locked in on the Buzz Radio Network. Here is Randy Rainwater. Well, it's not Randy
1: Rainwater. But we've got Pat Bradley with us. And Pat, you're here a result of two wonderful sponsors. Why don't you tell us about your friends at Witt Davis?
4: Thank you, Rick. WittDavis.com is the website. they got locations in Greenbrier, Cabot, Jacksonville, and Sherwood. You can shop online for all of their products, anything for inside the home, outside the home, electrical, grills, any issue with Plumbing. They've got plenty of tools there. Lawn and garden supplies. You name it. Whit Davis has it. And you can check them out online at whitdavis.com.
1: Okay, very good. All right, well, we've got Kenneth from Mawmell on the line. So, Kenneth, you're on. Thanks for calling.
8: Uh, Thank you guys uh, for having me and Merry Christmas to everyone. Uh, Just real quickly, I wanted to um, share my. my thoughts on the uh, Arkansas women's basketball team. Sure, um, we have a lot of talent, um, and, we've, and we've lost some talent to, uh, to transfer whatever else. And um, just, um, just really disappointed because I, you know, my my, my mind goes to, you know, um, seven years and you know, what what have we, you know, uh, accomplished as far as far as stabilizing the program. I, I, I kind of feel like we've kind of been like in, in a in a in a holding pattern, and um, um, I had a lot of support for Mike when he you know, first came here, what he did with Kelsey Plum and stuff like that, and, um, and and with the addition of Oklahoma coming in and um, and Texas, Texas. Yeah. Uh, uh, coming in, it's going to be really difficult. Um, if, if 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 we don't um, have some type of distance as far as you know winning and, and, and everything like that, so I just just wanted to uh, see w- w- what your thoughts were because I, I just kind of feel like with the talent that we have as far as far as star rating is concerned, um, I, I don't understand why we're, we're not like. Knocking it out, out of the park. We, we haven't ever like we haven't really knocked it out of the, out of the park, and uh, kind of uh, would need somebody to to uh, energize the fan base, um, uh, you know, winning winning styles, a lot of different things. But also at the same time, having someone that understands the assignment too, who can come in and, and really uh, get this thing going. And, I'll, and I'll, I'll leave it uh, with, you, with 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 that. I, I kind of thought right. about the girl, the, the lady over at um, Jackson State. Uh, I think her name was Tamika. Uh But anyway, um, and I'll let you guys say that. Thank you so much right. uh, for having right.
1: me. Thanks, Kenneth. Thanks for calling. Let me say this. Mike Neighbors understands the assignment. He's been in the SEC before <laughs> he gets it. Uh, and you're you're right, you win or, or you don't stay but Arkansas is still 8-3 and three, and I think losing to Arkansas Pine Bluff was a total shock except they do have some terrific players and if you say they haven't hit it out of the park they went to Florida State and won big and Florida State was ranked number 15 in the country at the time they're going to face a lot of ranked teams when they get into the SEC it's, it's the toughest league and then the question is can they get in the NCAA and how far can they go Pat, do you have any other insights you'd like to add as far as Arkansas's women's basketball program is concerned?
4: Well, obviously, you know I, I do think Coach Neighbors has, you know, brought some great moments. I I, I like his his style. He likes to get out and run, shoot some threes. It's an exciting style.
1: They shoot a um, lot of threes, yeah.
4: Shoot a bunch of threes, and obviously he had the great run with um, Chelsea. Dun- Chelsea, yeah, was
1: Chelsea Dungey, and and he's got a freshman yeah, Chelsea, named Talia Chelsea. Scott. Talia Scott is phenomenal.
4: Yeah, and I'll say, listen, I realize that he just lost one of his better players in the transfer portal. I believe she was an Arkansas girl. Yeah, um, but he, I mean, he's in contention for some really talented players. Um, you know, to be able to recruit somebody. As talented as Chelsea Dungy, and obviously that paid off. And um, I believe,
1: uh, you know, right now, Sayla Poppenbarger. I,
3: yeah, she's a sophomore. She's really her, good. Yeah, and then she's averaging almost really 12 good.
1: rebounds a game.
3: And Scott's a true freshman. So, I, then I believe, I, they, ability. I believe they signed you know, another I, it, girl next year that's a top five, top ten. Yes, in, that's right. From Florida mm-hmm. somewhere. He's shown, yeah. he's shown that ability.
4: And I think you're right. I mean, the SEC is the best. Women's basketball conference in the country, and you know, obviously, I think you're right, Rick, with that loss at UAPV. But correct me if I'm wrong, but they're pretty good teams, and they
1: just yeah, they got I, good. I they want add SMU,
4: right? So, um, yeah, I think he, you know, I, I like what he does. I like the style of basketball he plays. I like his enthusiasm. Um, I feel like he can get talent uh, to Fayetteville so um, and you're they're 8-3 right now <laughs> so and, but you know looking down uh, you see, looking down the schedule you got South Carolina LSU and old Miss yeah they're pretty good been pretty good the last few years <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. although LSU just LSU just had a one of uh, one of their better players from last year just transferred out I think just like this week or really? recently in the last week or so. Yeah, I guess she wasn't getting very Angel much
1: playing was time. It, no, Angel it's, Reese was it? Because Angel Reese
3: missed four games. No, it's another girl that started for the uh, started for them last year in the national okay. championship game. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
4: Well, she what? probably didn't get a lot of time because that um my brain my, my brain my brain, is just off, but they got that transfer, uh, the lefty from
1: Louisville. Mm-hmm. Um, might, might have had something to do with a pay cut or something, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Could have. Well, you know what's great, though, is that somebody called and cares about women's basketball. I think that's good, because, yeah, I, and I think Mike's a high-quality coach, and he'll bring in good players, so yeah. uh, we'll see. The SEC is a long season, and uh, their record actually is better than the men right now, so... And I guess we're all concerned about both of them. You know, this last weekend was pretty pretty lousy. We talked about it, It's a great time to be a Razorback. It was a pretty lousy time this past weekend, wasn't it? Hey, Rick Schaefer Rick said that. Yeah. I can't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, Kateri Poole is the one that is the LSU transfer. So, anyway. Okay. And Mike Loggins keeps up well, with his it, basketball. He gave me that. Who,
4: who, who's the, I'm going to look up the, the transfer of the... From Louisville, that probably gobbled up all her minutes because the LSU wins it last year, you know, then there's a lot of players that're gonna wanna that wanted to transfer into their program.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kim Mulkey's well known. She's won Three national championships. So, okay, Is let's go to. Uh,
4: a Pretty good player.
1: Let's go to Gary in Little Rock. Hi, Gary. You're on the air.
8: Hey how, How's it going,
9: fellas? How y'all doing today?
1: Great, thanks.
9: Hey, I was uh so glad that uh Gab brought the comment up about girls basketball here in Little Rock because it definitely don't have to be uh suffering like it is. If uh if anyone out there listening if you go to Arkansas Mavericks girl basketball right now the Arkansas Mavericks have Michaela Williams who played for LSU freshman McDonald's All-American with the Mavericks uh you have Juanita Baylor McDonald's All-American with the Arkansas team Arkansas Mavericks Oklahoma, uh, uh who was it? Auburn, Mississippi State, West Virginia, SMU, and all Pittsburgh, I mean all of them play with Arkansas Maverick Girl basketball. Now here it is, having Mike Neighbors as our head coach. Why not put a I always stand by put a bridge around for the boys? How you letting all these girls get out of Arkansas? Which all of them not Arkansas girls, but they play with the Arkansas Maverick Girls basketball team. Ed Dorn is doing a great job with the girls' basketball program Uh, just speaking on that. But it's just sad to see that he's ignoring the Arkansas girls and then Aaron Bannum left. You know, Then you got Aaron Bannum who went to Mississippi State. It seems like he's not paying enough attention to his own backyard and going outside the state trying to monopolize. But if you just look at it, the young ladies from uh, Conway, she leading Auburn in scoring right now, 16.6 points a game, right here from Conway, Arkansas.
2: And she brought a big, SEC, so she brought a big crowd yesterday. The game against UA Little Rock.
9: Doing a great job, doing a great job. But it's an embarrassment that people been been talking around it. But if anybody listen to me right now, go to arkansas Mavericks girls basketball. He got a photo out right now. They got the Big 12 against the SEC. He's got a kid named Jordan, that's a sophomore. They're starting at West Virginia. But it's just amazing that how is people ignoring all these top-grade girls. Like I say, two Megan All-Americans back-to-back. Michaela Williams just scored 42 points at LSU not long ago with the Arkansas Mavericks for four years. So how my neighbors started getting all this credit, but here you've got all these girls going from Oklahoma to SMU to Pittsburgh playing and doing a great job, but you can't get them. Hey, thank you, all I'm just glad to hear someone bring that up, y'all. Y'all have a blessed hey. day.
1: Thanks, Gary. Thanks for calling, Gary. I can have no response to that because I don't follow that that closely, and I only know the players that he does have. And, yeah. <clears throat> again, I know two of them are really, really good players. Uh, if there's that many players in Arkansas, I, I can't imagine that he's totally ignoring them. You know, Pat, you know this. When Nolan was coached at Arkansas, there was a program – In Central Arkansas, that for whatever reason they basically locked Nolan out, (laughs) and he couldn't get any of their players, and uh, and he wanted several of them. One went to Minnesota. I can't remember where that was. Auburn. Um, So I don't know if
10: that's too right.
1: Yeah, that's right. So I I don't know if that's the case. Certainly I don't. miss. But. But that can happen because if all those girls were in one program, you'd have to think that Arkansas would pay attention to some of them, so i so I don't know the answer to that
4: yeah uh, I, have no I mean idea. There's, there's no question there's so many different factors, like you said I think um, yeah, I think it was the Parkview program, and I don't know exactly I should probably ask I think coach Al Flanagan's going into the Arkansas Sports Hall of Fame, I believe. He right, Did I
2: see that. That's right. It was Quincy so, Lewis who I went mean, to Minnesota. Looked looked yeah,
4: back. that's right. Yeah, I was the backstory story
2: on. Um, Dion Cross went to Stanford. On water.
4: Yeah, Cross. Right. He was like yeah. a '92 guy right. or something like that. Yeah, that's right. Um, and he it, it just—it's relationships. I always—I always say to everybody, recruiting is an art. It's not a science. And there's relationships, and there's sometimes people get their feelings hurt if you don't take a player that you know. If you're if you're a college yeah. basketball coach and you don't offer scholarship to someone's player, sometimes they don't like that. And or if you know, vice versa, maybe if you're a college coach and you're trying to get to know a player, and the high school coaches isn't as helpful as maybe you think he should be, then you get your, you know, um... It's,
2: it's the real worm I'm in sometimes. So I don't know. We're right back in a minute,
6: Chris. I know interest rates are high right now. That's what everybody's talking about. But if you're thinking about a project, whether it be a commercial project or you want to build a house, now's the time to come talk to you about what those future plans may look like.
3: You know, RJ, no matter what the business environment may be, we're always there to sit down with our customers and talk
6: about their future plans and What's going on with their businesses? And that's one thing about Southern Bank is they're a community bank. They want to be your partner. Partnering with our customers is a key to how we do business. And, Chris, you know, we talk about those interest rates being high, but the one good news out of that is deposit rates. We have some great CD and check account rates. Just give us a call and see what one of our personal bankers can do for you. If you want more information about interest rates or those deposit rates that we just talked about, call Chris and his team today at 501 900 or go online at bankwithsouthern.com. Southern Bank, member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender.
1: With tens of thousands of satisfied patients across
2: America, it's no surprise QC Kinetics gets five-star reviews. I'm feeling on top of the
7: world
3: because of QC Kinetics.
7: I'm able to do the things that I wasn't able to do for a long time.
3: I can recommend them highly. I would recommend QC to anybody. QC Kinetics has changed my life. I couldn't
7: believe it. I honestly was skeptical, but the pain went from a 10 to a 0.
6: Real people with real lasting relief from joint pain. QC Kinetics regenerative medicine
0: is regenerating
6: me. I was
7: super successful and I recommend everyone seek out QC Kinetics as an alternative to surgery. This
0: non-surgical approach is definitely the future.
7: I tell as many people as possible. I am an ambassador. I love QC Kinetics QC Kinetics,
6: the nation's leader in advanced regenerative medicine. No drugs, no surgery. Call QC Kinetics
0: now for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440, 501-222-8440. Need a new ride for the big game or a new tailgate to party on? Get in the game at Guadney Chevrolet in Jacksonville and score every time. Hundreds of vehicles to choose from, from test drive to touchdown. Guatney Chevrolet is in it to win your business. Guatney Chevrolet, 1301 TP White in Jacksonville, Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer. Call us at 982-2102 or visit GuatneyChevrolet.com. Chevrolet. Find new roads. A
6: motorcycle seems pretty simple. It has one engine, two wheels, and plenty of attitude. But you crash one of these babies, and things get complicated quick. That's when you need these guys.
2: Rainwater Holton section, we keep it simple. When the insurance company tries to pay you less, we fight to get you more. No hassle, no confusing
0: legal terms, and no fee unless we get money for you.
2: Keep it simple. Call Rainwater, Holt, and
6: Sexton. Motorcycle crash anywhere in the state. Dial 888-8888. Non-lawyer
7: spokesperson. Responsible attorney, Michael Rainwater, Bob Sexton.
0: Live from the Eat My Catfish studios, you feed your crave for sports by listening to Drive Time Sports. Much like you feed your crave at any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations. The number one sports radio show in Arkansas, Drive Time Sports, on the Buzz Radio Network
1: back to drive time sports after pat bradley tells us about his second sponsor i gotta ask a trivia question i haven't administrated that very well tonight i'll do that in just a minute but pat who else brings you to our show tonight
4: well it's our great friends at alcoa community federal credit union and uh good buddy steve brown and their new year's auto loan special the offer ends january 31st and you get 3.99 percent interest on 22, 23, and 24 model vehicles, no payments for 90 days or up to 84 months financing. So don't delay. Alcoa Community Fcu. auto loan special. Get pre-approved online at Alcoa Community Fcu. Org, and uh, they are now serving Saline, Grant, Garland, Hot Spring, and Perry County.
1: Very, very good. Okay. Landon Leach is with us. Pat Bradley, Ray Tucker, I'm Rick Schaefer. Randy will be back tomorrow night, and I have not asked the trivia question for the Robert Irwin Jeweler $100 gift certificate giveaway tonight. And I need to do that, so let's make it a fairly easy one. Arkansas currently plays in Bud Walton Arena. What was the first place where Arkansas played? What was it called? The first place where Arkansas played basketball. When its basketball Ooh. program started, what was the first place? I think I know this. I think oh, you I, I probably think, I do. think I know this. I, I had to make it fairly easy because I didn't do it till the last segment. That's pretty pitiful, isn't it? So I, I kind of forgot. I, can Pat and I win? Is that uh, no? <laughs> <laughs> no. Who was the first
4: coach? Was his name Swart? Was that the first coach's name?
1: No. No, but, uh, no. no. no, 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 no clue. No, no, no. no we don't. You don't need to worry. You don't need to ask that question right now. Okay. <laughs> okay. So Pat, did you know, the place
2: they play start with an
1: S? <laughs> hey, Bill. Bill Belichick still in trouble up there. They they finally won a game last Thursday night. Does that mean it's all over for Mac Jones?
4: Yeah, I think I think Mac's out. Um, but uh, Bill Belichick was the bell of the ball this weekend because of the Army Navy game at uh, Gillette Stadium, and he oh, yeah? was the uh, he was the highlight. His father coached that Navy, so they they they've never played the Army Navy game up up this way. No. Um, so they hosted it over the weekend, and that was uh, that was a big deal for the organization, the Patriots organization. Really stepped in and, and did as much as they could. But uh, yeah, <laughs> well, they're officially out of the playoffs.
2: Mathematically, yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Patriots yes. are done.
2: <laughs> Big Army, yep. Navy, Army Navy was at minus two and a half. Army Is was. Is that right? Yep. Okay,
1: so it so it didn't make any difference. So how about this? So I've got a friend that really wanted to go to that game. So he had to look on hmm. the secondary market. You know what the least expensive ticket he found was? $3,000. Oh, what? Oh,
3: wow.
2: Come on.
1: That was the least expensive ticket he could find. He decided he'd watch it on TV. Yeah, I don't blame him there. <laughs> yeah, pretty amazing. I
2: dressed up in an army uniform
1: and watched it on TV. You bet. <laughs> <laughs> he could have done that. Yeah, if you're rooting for army, that was that was okay. All right. Yeah, so, you had.
4: Uh, uh, I was at the airport uh, over the weekend, and well, yesterday I was there, and you had you know all the army jerseys in in at the airport, and then you had the navy jerseys people had the quarter zip and they would they'd cover them up and zip them up so they didn't get so there was uh the rivalry is so big you know army was flexing their muscles so much
1: yeah against exactly. uh, navy
4: but there was a yeah it was it was packed with army navy people good yep. to see. i'll bet
1: i'll bet it was okay well we got a caller here as soon as i can punch it up caleb we'll see if he's got an answer to our trivia question hi caleb you're on the air
9: Hey, guys, has anybody
1: answered Barnhill yet? No, because that's not the correct answer, but thank you for oh, calling. Oh, shoot. Okay. <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> Barnhill was the arena before before uh, Bud Walton Arena, and there was a place that you probably wouldn't have called an arena that uh, was before then. Didn't I give a good hint, Rick? <laughs> you know, I, I t- you did. we may need to give hints because we only have five minutes left I, for somebody I, to answer this. I,
2: I told a story about this years, a long time ago uh, about a lady riding a train up from Fort Smith and watched the game and blank, blank.
1: Yeah, yeah. How about that? You did? You, you saw a game? No, wait a minute. No,
2: there was a lady that used to come up. This oh, was back yeah. in the late 70s okay. from Fort yeah. Smith. And okay. she would come by and visit with Paul Hills and myself. I see. And she and would tell her she she used to ride a train up from Fort Smith to Fayetteville yeah. and watch the game in this place you're talking about.
1: Wow. Well, actually, Arkansas has actually played in four different places. Um, I think I'm somebody, right. Somebody, somebody may name the third one that goes back there was second after what we're looking for. Jared okay. says he
0: wants to try.
1: Okay, Jared, let's give you a chance. What do you think, Jared? What is it?
5: I think it's Schmidt
1: Gymnasium. Well, that's close enough. We only got four minutes of the show left, so we're <laughs> going to give it to you. It was called. It All was, right. They they the coach was Francis Schmidt, and so they called the place where they played Schmidt's Barn. Barn. Schmidt's Barn. Barn. So, so right. you got. You got you got Schmidt. You got close enough. I'm going to put you on hold. Damon's going to get your information, and you win the prize. How's that? All right. Thank you, sir. Shoot, Lennon, right, we sir. had the answer, too. You it. know, hey, if, I, if I were to be tough, I what did he say, Schmidt's? What did he say, Schmidt's? Schmidt.
2: Yeah, Schmidt. Yeah.
1: Schmidt Gymnasium. Yeah, it was actually, okay, so they played in Schmidt's barn. Then they played in the old men's gym. I was going to
3: say the men's gym. Yep. That's
1: it, and uh, it, it's right next to what's the old student union is. And then they played in Barnhill Arena. They called it Barnhill Fieldhouse until Eddie Sutton got there and they put nicer seats in, and they called it an arena. And then they played in Bud Walton Arena. So how about that? So now, now, now you know the rest of the story. So what? What did the gentleman win? Uh, he won a $100 gift certificate from Robert Irwin Jewelers. And we're giving away 10 of those, and I think there's some kind of grand prize at the end. So we'll see what happens at the end. Okay, Woo Pig's on with us. We know he'll take us down to the uh, last three minutes. So, Woo Pig, you're on. <laughs> I really don't
10: have much to say, Rick.
1: I don't believe wow. that.
10: <laughs> I don't believe that either. Go ahead. Hey, I'll tell you, it. It's always great when Randy's not on because you guys just have so much fun. And I love Randy being on, but he always has all these other people on. But I'll, I'll get over that. Uh, I want to give out a couple of Sueys. Okay. I want to give a Suey out to number two, basketball. All
1: right, number number two. What's his name? Is it? Is that Brazil? That's Brazil, Trayvon Brazil. Just for the fact. Oh, that he,
10: definitely against the fact Duke. That he played he, <clears throat> against Duke when when Mark was was uh, hurt. You know he busted his tailbone. Yeah. And then Duke uh, against Duke. Boy, that was a beautiful game. Yeah. And I sure hope he gets over his injury. And what about Braxton stealing the ball out of the uh, receiver's hand or whatever and taking it into the end zone? Now, what's going on with Braxton?
1: Well he'll be back. He said he'll be back. He was just a true freshman.
3: he's coming back.
10: Oh, uh, we we need him. He he's got good ball sense.
3: Yeah, he's yes, a he he's does. a good player. He's he's yes, coming he back. Uh same school that plucked away poop all, tried to take him in Washington as well, and uh we were able to keep Washington and Braxton. So Wow. Well, well I'll done.
10: tell you, Inside Washington info. Washington he showed he showed out pretty good too. Yeah. So the, all, oh, those, yeah. all those young men get my uh, sueys and uh, I just think that uh, we're going into a special time here with the basketball team, and we'll see how it all gels together. Generally, it happens right. Muscle Muscleman's my man.
1: Yep. Okay. All right, Wu-Pig. Thanks a lot. Let's hope it is a special time for Arkansas basketball, and uh, just about couple weeks before Christmas, and then the SEC starts, and Pat, I'm only giving you 30 seconds. Only two teams in the SEC ranked in the top 25. Surprised? Mm -hmm. Yeah,
4: it was... We did a a little segment, um, and this is for everybody, just to... uh, The net rankings are out, and obviously, favorably, you know, we don't like where the Hogs are at right now, but, you know, the AP AP top 25 is going to be changing as much as any year we've ever seen. I don't think there's any true dominant team. So there's going to be a lot of in and out. Uh, But the net rankings is what the committee uses mostly. So that's
1: something to kind of pay attention to a lot.
2: Eric Musselman show up next, Rick.
1: Eric Musselman show up next. That's where you'll get your answers. Randy Rainwater will be back tomorrow night. Landon, thank you very much for staying with us. Pat Bradley, Ray Tucker. Join us tomorrow night for Drive Time Sports.
0: This is Larry Culpepper, the inventor of the college football playoff.
5: When I'm in Arkansas,
0: I always listen to 1037 The Buzz.
5: Ice Cold, Dr. Pepper, hip. What's
6: good, y'all? Clint Sterner here for Low T Center. Fellas, when it comes to your health, every man should know his testosterone number. What's that mean? It's simple. You need to schedule an appointment at Low T Center immediately. It's quick, it's easy. Hell, it's only twenty-five.